This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 7th, 2021 with my guest, Psychedelic Ninja. Marco joined us today as a fellow psychonaut, traveler of the unknown, full-time raver, glass collector, ethnobotanist, and vegan all day, as it says in his bio. Marco brought a ton of really good energy to the show. The conversation was super organic and it flowed and I feel like we never ran out of things to talk about. We could have kept going probably for hours. It was really cool to connect with Marco. He and I have been conversing back and forth and sending plants and stuff back and forth for a handful of months now, but to see him face to face in the virtual world was really cool. And we get to talk about every topic I've ever wanted to cover on this show and every topic that he and I had made a goal to cover on this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Marco. Psychedelic Ninja in the house. Yes, sir. What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, dude. How are you? Good, man. Uh, blessed. To, you know, it's a beautiful day. Just, you know, ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you been? I'm doing actually a lot better since the last time I talked to you. The last few days have yeah. been a little better taking better care of myself, feeling a lot more motivated and positive today than I have in the last few days. It's been a difficult couple of weeks, but things are looking up, man. Um, where are you Where are you talking to me from? San Antonio? Yes, sir. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. All the way from Texas. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty far out here. <laughs> it's amazing that the technology allows us to have this conversation. Meanwhile, documenting it on a podcast from completely different time zones. Mm-hmm. Is it like two hours apart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, funny because uh, you're all you're all Friday morning, and I'm like, okay, eleven thirty. And then you told me, okay, well, that's one thirty our time. That's not morning at all. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I woke up and I'm like, oh shit, I'm already late. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta get ready, and I'm like, dude, I forgot the time zone. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were but you? Yeah, man, I'm glad we're. 
Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. Go for it. So were you born in San Antonio? Born and raised? Um, no, I'm actually from uh, Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. Oh, really? I, yeah, I got a, we came over here for my dad actually it was a coyote, which is like smuggler, uh -huh. whatever you want to call it. He uh, brought my, me and my mom over here while she was pregnant with my brother. And I was around three years old. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, and then we just ended up in a bunch of uh, houses, random houses, you know, that we were raised, we were brought up in it. Until we met our, my godmother, which actually took us in and just, you know, showed us how it was here. So you were, here, you, know? you were bouncing around a lot as a kid? Yeah, like uh, from house to house, you know what I'm saying? Like people who, whoever would take us in, you know, my mom didn't have any family down here. You know, we didn't know anybody besides my dad, but he was always here in Mexico, back and forth, you know, doing his thing. And yeah, so. That's such a, it's such a fun fact, man. I didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Everybody, everybody sees me and they're like, oh, you're, you're white. You're, you don't look Mexican. I'm like, no, well, I'm, I don't know. I guess everybody expects us to be a little darker maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah you're fair-skinned it's probably like spanish blood right yeah yeah i got my mom's from uh mexico city okay and like you know we have like deep uh roots in mexico like a couple in all of our families down there um but, uh, i wish i could go back it's just not a, i guess not a very good time now yeah yeah but yeah one day yeah i love mexico city just based on what i've seen pictures i've never been i've been down to mexico quite a few times and like rosarito and uh, tijuana but like i we used to go down there for surf trips and stuff but uh, mexico yeah. city looks beautiful my sister got married there oh, yeah. looks really cool nice. yeah it's pretty beautiful out there just uh yeah i want to go back <laughs> yeah so uh where along the way did you find your love for plants uh i've always been in or like i've always loved being around plants and nature in general and just uh, seeing how each plant and from planting cactus like all kinds of plants just have their own characteristics their own way of growing and forming and showing their beauty to us you know what I'm saying and um I was I mean I've always had plants here and there just uh, it didn't really get serious till this whole before the pandemic hit, maybe like a year and a half ago, or mm. maybe two years actually. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, just grew and, you know, to what it is now. And it's just, you learn something new every day, you know, from being online to research to just watching your plants grow every day. You know, it's, it's insane. Right. What drew you to Trico Sirius? I know you got quite a bit of Trico. You got an impressive Trico Sirius collection. Oh yeah. Whatever um, didn't always... get frozen, huh? man that was horrible but uh yeah like i've always been into like uh endogenic like plant you know endogenic plant medicines and like um mm -hmm. uh psychoactive plants and stuff like that i'm always i've always been drawn to that like, psychedelic uh state of mind like and especially plants that like can do that for us you know what i'm saying like show us these they're planted here for some reason and they're here to show us what we need to see in life to progress you know what I'm saying? and the Trico series, like I've had one um, ceremony with it, and I mean, it was pretty amazing. You know, it opened me up to what I love now and everything, and just the different hybrids and like kinds there are. Like it's just, I don't know. Yeah. But 
but yeah, over the the the, uh, the snow we got here a couple months ago, like I had I had like a nine year old uh, Bolivian torch, like uh, taller than me, that literally just flopped over, froze and flopped over, and like I didn't know what to say. I was speechless, like everything just gone, you know. And I was like, oh well, but I mean, what I could save, I saved, and you know, everything's growing, everything's going, you know, what I'm saying like can't complain. <laughs> yeah those images were devastating man you weren't the only one that i saw on, and i was ju it just broke my heart i was like feeling guilty even about posting my own plants that day like the day that i first saw it <laughs> i was like man you know what can we do to help these people and uh yeah. everybody banded together and i saw lots of donations go to all people all over your area and it's so cool to see people come together like that like really spoke yeah. to the strength of the community i like literally like cried because like you know like i put so much you put so much time and effort and love and you know into these plants that you watch grow in front of you and then like when something like that happens it's just like wow like and every plant it's never identical they're all rare in their own way like they have their own little symmetric like you know symmetry or whatever like mm -hmm. anything like just to make it unique and so i was like i can't i could get those plants again but i can't get that way. you can't get it that way you know what I'm saying? But, right um it's just like um when everybody you know what i'm saying when you help me out and I've got a bunch of other growers help me out i was just like wow man like i can't believe like these people i don't know for on a personal level helped me out like that's love that's that showed me right there about what the plant community was about you know what i'm saying like what it could be like people that don't have to help you do you know what i'm saying and we need more people like that in the world nowadays yeah. you know like that would just help you without not not even blinking just like okay cool like and i mean yeah it's just, it was just a beautiful thing and i've never experienced that kind of love before that's the way like took my breath away and i'm just grateful for everybody that helped out so thank you and thank you for of course getting this I'm so glad, amazing yeah i'm glad i could help and you know mezcala nursery helped out as well you know victor yeah. prick helped out and there was a couple of other people i apologize if i forgot who else was involved? I know you had other people obviously helping you too. And yeah, it really impressed me uh, when I saw that. I, I already had that feeling with the community, but I, I, I didn't see it like in action like that yet, you know? And just, yeah. just seeing that there's a unique type of person that uh, has a strong connection to nature for sure. Uh, but also they're, they seem to be, you know, just the, the loving, generous type of person. And, uh, yeah, I, I similar to what you just said, I, I, I haven't had that kind of community uh, in my life or, or been shown the kind of love that I see happening in this, which is strange, on, mostly online plant community, you know, <laughs> we're like all connected yeah. through the internet, but at the end of the day, we're all, you know, out there caring and loving yeah. for, for our plants and our planet. Yeah, like, it's, it's insane what, you know, but yeah like just what you learn through the plant community what you experience the people you meet and talk to like their stories and it's just it's a beautiful thing like you can't it's everybody's nice you know what i'm saying everybody's about learning and trying to like help you out and teaching you their ways it's just like what else can you ask for <laughs> yeah. yeah and i mean we like working with plants so i mean it's you know we could just do that all day i mean i would i would just do that all day if i had to <laughs> if yes. i could yeah but so so bring me back to the beginning when when you first i don't know maybe 
not when you were necessarily first drawn to plants, but when did you first start grabbing plants, like collecting plants? Um, so, well, uh, I started uh, right after uh, my last breakup, which was like mm. almost like two two years ago. Like, um, I've always wanted my own garden, my own, you know, my own nursery. Like, you know, I wanted to work with plants, these sacred plants that I've always wanted to be around, you know, that right. I've heard of, that I've experienced and tried, you know, saying that again. Right. Um, I, I, for some reason, I just couldn't do that with my partner at the time, I guess. But um, I guess it had to, ha that had to, ha that had to end in order for me to be where I'm at now. And like, I didn't see that back then. Nobody does, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, uh, yeah, once that happened, like I couldn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of lost. And um, it's weird that, uh, yeah, it just led me to this plant collection. Like, and I just kept, those the time in uh, maybe like, I think for like a good three weeks i just bought a couple plants each day every day every day and it was just like insane and then they grew it to what it was here and then yeah it was insane because uh i didn't know it was gonna get like gonna help me out in that way you know right. what i'm saying like yeah. i didn't it took my mind off of every single thing that was breaking me down and like keeping me down you know like so yeah. it was like a stress reliever mood enhancer like i could literally talk to these plants and like care for them and you could you don't have to think about the rest of the world you know what I'm saying? Right. like you're on your own some meditation it's a, that's what i always said like it's being around these plants it's it's medicine in itself because yes. you know they make you feel better like you take away your bad thoughts with just a little bit of uh like a little flower to just make your day more freaking you know feel way better like make you forget about you just because like you know you love these plants and you love working around them yeah, so it's a medicine in itself just being around them and um just collecting them and learning more about them it's just you know your love grows for it yeah so you found refuge in the plants yeah like I, something i have never felt before you know what i'm saying like i didn't think anything was gonna make me feel better you know what i'm saying mm. after something like that you know what i'm saying i was engaged in like you know this and that like you know happening but i feel like it wasn't my life that they always living somebody else's life instead of what was making me happy you know what I'm right so i've always wanted to do this and it's crazy that this has happened there in order for it to push me to work with the things that i wanted to you know what I'm saying? so i kind of like didn't see it as a blessing but it happened to be a blessing you know what I'm saying? now these plants have literally provided everything that i needed you know what i'm saying i can go outside and like sit down meditate with them and like pray with them and like you know just put good intent towards what i want in life and manifest it into reality and it literally gives it to me you know what i'm saying i could be worried about money one day i could just pray to them real quick i know it sounds weird about it i could just meditate with them pray with them talk to them doesn't sound weird to me and yeah and the universe would just give it to me like it's it gives me what i need if i needed money for my car real quick to pay my car off like i happen to have somebody hit me up for a couple plants and that'll cover it right there you know what i'm saying i'm just right. like wow like it's universe does speak to you plants speak to you and they help you once you're you're closer to nature and you're in tune with nature more it you work with nature you know what i'm saying like it's you connect to things like, and yeah. it gives you what you ask for you know yeah i identify with all of that that you just said i've learned a lot about myself and i think that it's helped me in becoming more mindful and like being present in the moment um, yeah. 
you know and like you said like nothing else matters when i'm when i'm caring for my plants you know and, yeah. and that's that's so beautiful that you, that you found that at a time where you were hurting you know yeah. and, and i had a similar experience too where i was in a time of healing and and i think that they got me through that and now i feel like i have you know at the very least i i have other purposes but at the very least, aside from all of my other purposes, I know I have that. That is a, a duty that I have that I've taken on by taking these plants. I have to care for them, you know? Yeah. So it gives me a reason to go outside at the very least every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a morning ritual. Like I wake up, I go outside, I greet the day, let my dogs out, go open up the greenhouses and it's, it's yeah it's a beautiful thing i mean opening the greenhouse just seeing everything in the light just glowing blooming or growing it's like wow like it makes you feel good it could literally burn up your day right as soon as you wake up like it's, that's it's really all you need you know what I'm like people don't see it a lot of people well, people you know that work with it will see it like that because everybody gets you know attached to all of their plants and like you know it's, it's a love that a lot of people won't get you know unless you're in it you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like what somebody told me. I think it was crazy for cactus. He was telling me that uh somebody had a theory about people being able to be plant blind. So they're like going through life but not paying attention to those to yeah. the to the natural world. You know, they're so engulfed in and it's not to criticize them, you know, but they're so engulfed in the materialistic you know, and the, and the, the go, go, go. And, uh, I've always appreciated plants and loved plants, but not like I did do now when I, I started building my collection with intention and realized what they did for me. Um, when I've said this before on the podcast and I'll say it again, like even just driving down the street, me and my lady will be driving down the street and I'm pointing out every plant you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. look at that. Look at that. You know, I see yeah. everything now, you know, and I want to know more about it. I want to know what kind of plant is that? Uh, even the trees, you know, it's just yeah. giving me a stronger connection than I, I and I, I'd like to think that I always felt a strong connection to nature, but something else clicked, yeah. something changed. I feel like I've grown spiritually, um, you know, mentally, emotionally, all of that. And, and the plants have a, a big part to do with that. Um, I, I would like to ask you, do you feel more drawn? Because for me, I feel for some reason more like psychically drawn to the psychedelic plants more so yeah. than the other plants. And I don't know what yeah, that is, exactly. but I am. Yeah. Well, it's cause, uh, I guess, uh, you, you know, everything is energy. So they, you can sense their energy and you're actually drawn to them because not knowing why, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just, automatically drawn to these sacred plants and that's because we are part of the sacred plants everything is one like we're all we are all everything in this universe i'm saying so Mm. we're drawn to what we're drawn we like what we like i'm saying so if you you know if you resonate with something like you're going to be drawn to that you know i'm saying we're electromagnetic beings we attract and repel and like if you attract what you want you know i'm saying in life and yeah, same thing for me. I'm, I've always been drawn to, you know, psych, psych, uh, you know, psychedelic plants. And it's because that's what I feel like. That's what I'm, that's what we are. You know what I'm saying? We're just, yeah, it's a, 
sacred. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty sacred. Like it's we're spiritual beings. You know what I'm saying? So we connect to what's spiritual and what you know other realms we're living in. Like you know, psychedelic, like you know, spirit realm. Like it's everything's just connected. You know what I'm saying? We just have to see it in different ways, and like it depends. It's all perspective on how you see things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. So. I th- um, I think it's yeah, a divine it's medicine. It's a divine medicine, yes. And I think it's a divine yeah. connection. It it speaks to like maybe the people that are more into this are 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 much more interested in the other realms or the, the spiritual realms, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm drawn to that because I know that they are a gateway to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I believe yeah. that the things that you have occur when you're um for lack of a better word, under the influence of these uh, plants, this plant medicine is the stuff that's already there, you know, but it yeah. taps you in to um, other aspects of reality that you normally can't see. So I don't think that you're tripping, you know? Yeah. I, I think that yeah. these are things that the, the, these plants were designed and they've been used for thousands of years for that very reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Our ancestors did it all the time, you know, they had their own ceremonies, like everybody, like, you know, there's yeah, they've always been around, and I feel like it's like uh, they're planted here for us to get a view of what else is out there. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. other realms that we cannot access here because of we're blinded by, you know, stress, money, jobs. You know, we're always busy, like, so we don't have time to actually connect to nature and what our roots are. You know what I'm saying? We don't know who we are, and, like, psychedelics really do help you. I, I believe, like, uh psychedelics can heal anything if you really wanted it to you know what i'm saying like yes bad trauma like past trauma like you know just mental um anything just it can literally fix you it just depends on how you do it and like you know you just have to really work with it and see it as medicine right um you know it's i believe as well that it's just like we're trapped in like this mindset that we have to be working and like you know material world you know what i'm saying we have to be working and doing this and that's so weird it's like break a uh, key to get out of this realm you know mm. what i'm saying and like experience the higher level of consciousness that we don't get to do here because we're all of these things us down so i mean you learn when you learn more when you go up this higher ascension you know what i'm saying like when you go higher and um you experience things that you wouldn't normally experience here and then you're more open-minded to life. You're mm. more open-minded to seeing things differently in different perspectives and like listening mm. to people and like seeing other, uh, hearing other opinions as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to be closed off. Like everything's just, everything's a possibility. You can't just say everything's this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that help, I think psychedelics just open up your mind to a whole nother world that you wouldn't be able to get to just if you didn't have those. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't have psychedelics, how would you? Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, as early as my teens, I found a, a psychic change in my personality, my level of compassion, empathy um, by experimenting with psychedelics. I Even so much so that I was able to rid myself of certain prejudices that I may have gotten from being domesticated by society. Uh, opinions strong opinions that i had like you were just saying i became more open-minded more more compassionate more empathetic and i had profound experiences maybe i was a little too young 
<laughs> to be doing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, and it was something that I never found myself uh, wanting to abuse. And yeah, that it, it's something sacred, and I learned that quickly. And they'll teach you that very quickly if you if you don't yeah. go in with it with the right intentions. Uh, they'll they'll, they'll exactly show you. What right. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Because I always yeah like back in the day when I started yeah like. Just like anybody, you know, you want to do it because it's fun and that. Not knowing like that it to a, to a point, it's really real. You know what I'm saying? Like where I had to learn the hard way to, you know, I had to meet the elders to tell me, hey, like take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is real. This is as real as they get. You know they like, so yeah. Eventually, like I, the more I got into it, like the more you I experienced while going into these higher dimensions. You know, like you see things and you that builds into the man you're supposed to be and like um yeah like uh you take it as a medicine instead of like uh just a random party drug or something you know right. what I'm saying to get high off of it. Yes. so i mean yeah it's like a it's a learning tool you know what i'm saying you know you learn everything there is about this planet like about everything else that's out there like all the possibilities and yeah like um it truly is like a medicine for for everything i i always said uh, i always uh suggest it to people you know what I'm saying? i want them to try it but it's just like over the years you know growing up you hear bad things about psychedelics right all this and that they're making you go crazy blah, blah, you're gonna kill yourself but it's like you just have to try it for yourself yeah well i really dislike the word drugs it's a yeah. stigmatized blanket term and, and it goes all the way from tylenol to you know prescription painkillers and benzos to psychedelic plant medicine you know and cannabis yeah. which just certainly d d does not a lot of those substances should not fit into that blanket term and yeah. uh i had a thought i was gonna say uh oh the there is science now thank thankfully we're at a point in in our development that you're starting to see like plants like uh, iboga, ibogaine. You know, they yeah. have that available as medicine sessions uh, with a doctor down in Mexico. Even, even in Newport Beach, California, if you're strung out on some kind of substance, you can go via Newport Beach through this treatment center. I don't know the name. They'll take you down there, and while you're detoxing, they give you the ibogaine. And there are, have been, I want to say, in, in the thousands of people that have overcame their addiction by doing ibogaine dmt uh mushrooms and uh ayahuasca has been proven to help an ailment as serious and, and sometimes lifelong as addiction let alone yeah. maybe spiritual illnesses that one of us that we may have or um, mental illness you know anxiety depression ptsd yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I've experienced that with somebody that has had a lot of mental health issues and substance abuse issues that mm -hmm. psychedelics are a game changer. Yeah. Cause it's like a huge reset, but you know, the psychedelics are a huge reset, button. like, you can literally like, yeah, I've, I've known people as well that have like been in jail, had a heart, you know, like drug abuse and like, uh, in and out of, you know, um, what is it? Uh, drug classes you know mm -hmm. um uh and rehab and all that stuff but um and yeah like they went down to peru down to mexico did an ayahuasca retreat and came back looking way better like 10 times better than they did before they left you know what i'm saying like grateful new outlook in life and now they're doing fine they're doing great in life 
Yeah. And it's just, that's the power of, you know what I'm saying? You need, sometimes you, you need to be shown that hard side of life so you can change, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, right. It's all in you, everything is, you are the, you know like, so you have to, you have the power to change it. Whatever you don't like, you have to change the other part. Psychedelics help see that, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Uh, I see a, a Reiki healer and she's like trained in three different shamanistic healing, whatever traditions. And uh, she told me that people that are like, you know, whether, I don't know if you believe in like star seeds or whatever, it's like more spiritual beings of light, people that were put here on, on this earth for a purpose uh, to, to spread light and, and healers uh, are actually more susceptible in her opinion two things like addiction and uh like we either we either live our our higher purpose or we tend to fall into that darker we're more susceptible to that dark uh side you know and uh that gave me that gave me um some peace or, or understanding with my compassion towards myself because uh i do feel like that you know i i do feel like like I had a higher purpose, but I didn't live it, and I got caught up in this, you know, very dark thing. And it's not to excuse it, but uh, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. And I, I also have seen some without the influence of any plants. So I've had some experiences with Reiki, which is something I would really like to recommend to other people that are trying to heal or are on a difficult path. Yeah. I, I had a a conversation with my inner child. I talked to my my ex girlfriend that passed away. I, I had a, like an out of body experience and I, I experienced what could only be described as like angels um, talking to me during the session and telling me, yeah. it, you made it back. You made it back, Garrett. It was for the greater good. Now you can use your experience to help people. You're on the right path, but very reassuring voices. And it was strange, dude, because I went in, I went in expecting it to just be like a meditation, you know? Yeah. Um, but what I found was a psychedelic experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It was crazy. I said, like, you have to experience these things because you you might not know what, why you're, why it's happening to you or why you're going through it, but it always goes back and tells you. And you'll finally see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's why. So that, you know, in your case, yeah, you have to go through what you, you have to have a hard life so you can go back and help other people. You know right. Because you need that experience to be able to help yeah. somebody else that's going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Those make like the sometimes we don't know our pur- a lot of people don't know their purpose here you know we i nobody knows the purpose yeah. here but you know you when you're on you know when you're on the right path is when you when you're working with what you want to do you know when it, you start attracting and you start you know helping other people then you're on the right path and i'm saying like it might not be what you wanted to in the beginning but I mean, it works out for the good whether it's for you or for somebody else or to help other people that's the universe it's that you can't we really can't argue with that you know yeah do you identify with any uh, particular spiritual practice? Uh, yeah, I want to get more into that. I want to start working with more, uh, yeah, more meditation, more crystal healing, you know, um, yeah. stuff like that. Like it's a lot of, I'm really like into all of those things. It just I really don't have time with like yeah. my art and like with work and, I uh, yeah, it's like, but I want to. Yeah. And I mean, and it can be costly unless you have somebody that you, you know, that, that mm-hmm. cares for you, that was willing to, because you got to, you know, people want to be paid for their services. Um, yeah. yeah, that that's cool. They incorporate crystals in like Tibetan bowls and 
had some pretty profound yeah. experiences with like sound baths, um, gong meditation. Yeah, those are really great. Yeah, so you come out sound feeling are so, like a different yeah. person. You know? Or like you can fly away, you're so light. You're just... yeah. <laughs> yeah, rested, yeah, you feel rested. Good. Yeah. And rejuvenated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always try to tell people, people think it's woo-woo, you know, it's kind of out there, yeah. you're spacey, but these things are real. Like, I mean, yeah. there's, too, there's too much evidence suggesting that it is, you know, I just yeah. encourage people to try it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, but that's true because people, I mean, people, everyone, like, there's some people you know, at work or other places like I'll talk to about crystals and like the properties of natural healing, like crystals and like sound baths and sound bowls and they're like, oh, that's just hippie, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. I could just go to a chiropractor. I'm like, well, I mean, you can. That's your choice. But it's just like, if you want the real healing, you know, here is it. But yeah. I mean, teach it. You can't change anybody's mind. Yeah. But, oh, well, like, you know, all have... you can do is plant seeds. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I had an experience with the, the first time I, well, when I find, I always believed in the power of crystals and collected them. But then this is going to sound crazy, but whatever. Uh, I was on LSD one time and I was holding this selenite wand here to my forehead <laughs> like this, like a fucking unicorn. Right. And bro, I kid you download. Not, I, kid you <laughs> not, I felt like I, I had to like grab onto the to the ground beneath me because I felt yeah. like I was going to catapult into outer space. It was fucking crazy. And I was nice. like, dude, I gave it to my friend. I was like, this thing's powerful. Get it away from me. Like, freaking out, man. You know? I want to try to too, man. Right. right. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, when you're in that psychedelic state and you have crystal around you, like, it's energy. Everything is energy. So whether you saw that and didn't think it was ruined, it happened in another, in another life, in another dimension, another realm. Yeah. It's just not here. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you probably felt, I know you felt that energy and the energy is real. You just if you felt it, I mean, like, you know, you felt it, you know, it was real. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> Especially when during, like, you know, in your sessions, like, it's pretty, anything can be real at that, in the session. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so let's jump into some cactus. Uh, yeah. How, do you grow any, well, do you, we'll talk about plants, Peter. Do you grow any cannabis? I know you're a consumer of, of plant medicine cannabis um no uh i used to i used to okay. work in uh i used to live in san jose for uh in the mountains of san jose and okay. between san jose and santa cruz and uh we used to grow for uh like a personal dispensary and like a few other dispensaries mm. from from seed to cut down to like uh you know retail distribution whatever like sell it, sell it to different uh yeah. dispensaries you know um yeah it was amazing like i love working with weed and like you know it's you you you, you create a bond with this plan and the same thing with you know with any plan it's from seed to cut down you see it grow and you put your love in the back into it and yeah at the end it's like rewarding you know what I'm saying you get to you know finally taste it you know look at it like right. it's, it's amazing and it makes other people happy you know what I'm saying? when people see stuff like that like wow like so your work is like it feels good, you know. Yeah, the fruits of But I would labor. like to get back into it. Yeah. I would like to get into it, but uh I don't know, it's too much I got too much going on. Yeah. yeah. One day though, I mean I know how it's just like yeah. Yeah. And Texas too, it's real it's real uh the laws are real crazy Sketchy. out here. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 
it depends where you're at too. In my side of town, there's always people like, I guess, snooping around or like living all drunk and like other people that are like just up to no good riding around. And it's like, I don't even want to bring that back to anyone. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure that was an incredible experience growing up there. You were living out there? Yeah. Growing outdoors? Uh, Indoor. Indoor. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. Wish I could do it again. I would love to work with it again. I mean, I don't know if I could be legal here. I don't see it happening, but, I mean, there's always a possibility. You know? Yeah. Well, there's something amazing about when you harvest the flower and, you know, you trim it up and it's ready, it's dried and you trim it up and you have that and you look at it. I mean, there's something powerful, obviously the pungent smell, but, you know, I, yeah. I love weed, like like just looking at it, you know, <laughs> having yeah. it, especially in a large quantity and looking at it. Of course, the plant itself, when it's on the plant, that's a whole nother experience. But then the, the flowers, you know, something, yeah. something strange. I have a strange connection with cannabis as well, even though I, I don't consume it anymore uh well i do in some way i take cbd but yeah 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 even just trimming like the, the flower just you know shaping it into the form that it's supposed to be and, right. you know, trimming the, the leaves and everything and then it's it's just like another bonding moment everything is a bonding moment you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. yeah like you just yeah it's insane it's just beautiful just seeing it just ready and ready to go like <laughs> yeah Talk about a state of mindfulness, trimming weed, you know, because you've got to make sure you don't oh, yeah. hack it, you know, and yeah. you're careful and you want to make it look right. And yeah, I, I loved doing that. Yeah, because... Tedious work and like time consuming. Yes. Oh, and there was one time where I think we trimmed for like three weeks straight, like Shit. day and night from like seven, eight in the morning to like two, three in the morning, wake up, do it all over again and just stop for breaks, and eat and Faster you do it, faster you get it done. But I mean, yeah, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's an art form in and of itself, trimming and and a skill set, you know. Yeah. If you're fast, there's yeah. demand for it. You know, people, yeah. people will hire you if you're fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for some reason. For sure. uh, I was always told that, and I, I don't mean to make this sound like a, I don't know, stereotype, but I've always been told that women trim faster than men do, and. Uh, that like I, I would see that all the time. They would hire a bunch of girls. I, I don't know why my lady's like really good at these like tedious little things like she's a sewer and she she works with her hands yeah. a lot she's just really good at like detail things and that's yeah. actually something i'm not i'm not really good with like super detailed things yeah it's a skill i don't have yeah i could see that i i did work with a couple of girls that were pretty fast but it's because they've already been in that industry for a while mm-hmm. so like they were they would just go all around california just wherever there was work you know just and they would finish fast. I was like, dude, like I still got this whole bucket in here. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's, pretty fun. That's cool. Um, what about cactus and succulents? So you have some. Do you have a greenhouse? Yeah, I have two like six by. I want to say they're like six by six, but I mean, I'm trying to find or build uh like a really big greenhouse so I can just put everything in there, but. Yeah. Over here in Texas, like I guess the wood's been going up in price, and mm. it's like really expensive right now. Like I guess everything's going back to normal or whatever, so everybody's getting work, and everybody's you know wood's in demand. It's pretty crazy out here, but if not, I was just gonna look for like a big, you know, you know, regular greenhouse that I could just buy like three hundred bucks or something online and fit everything in there for now until I actually get it going. But I don't know. 
I don't know what house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. As a backup. Yeah. I yeah. I just know yeah. that I know that you have uh quite a bit of plants and what how what how yeah. what percentage of your plants did you lose in the freeze? I want to say about eighty percent of. Holy like, shit! And these greenhouses were full. Like by, I have like uh, an outside patio garden full of trichos, and I have two greenhouses that range from everything there is, succulents to all kinds of like. They were actually covered with a tarp, two tarps, and that, and like nothing, a lot of it. And the only reason my trichos uh, when I died as well because of the tarp that I held over it, um, the snow caved in, and so all the snow got in there and like mm. killed them all. So um, I got to save some of them, but they're really small, like cuts. But um, yeah, what I did save, I just let dry out and went from there, started over, repotted everything. It's terrible, yeah. man. Yeah, so, I mean. But yeah, like I said, everybody helped out. Like so many people, even like random people, just send me a bunch of seeds, mellow cactus seeds, a different like San Pedro hybrid seeds. Like uh, I even got like forty aerocarpus seeds that like, I kind of want to put down already. But wow. I'm not really big on uh, sowing yet. Like I've tried it before, but I actually had a couple of lofts going already in the greenhouse, but it was kind of windy the day and rainy, and I guess the wind kind of hit it, and I like it, everything just like shifted, like fell. Mm. like wow but uh i really want to get into it it's just uh i want to i kind of just pay more attention to the ones i actually have and just watch their grow you know yeah so there there was was there a lesson in there in in this loss that you found like i don't know maybe you you cherish them even more if that's possible i don't know what like is there i the silver lining yeah yeah, because i that's what i was trying to think about i was like well why would this uh why is this happening to me okay like you don't like you know and so i kind of figured well i mean maybe because i said it was a time period where i was literally buying like four to spending maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars like every every day that i went to a different nursery because there's so many nurseries in oscar and like even from here to like maybe like 45 minutes from my house it's like really good nurseries so i usually like have a map like on my maps and it's like a list of all the nurseries so like i would go through every one of those nurseries like all around like san antonio and outside of Antonio, Austin, and, like i'll make it like a day trip to go all around there and i would spend like 400 500 dollars wow. a day on plants and i think universal just like whoa you gotta chill like you gotta save your money right. or something you know it was telling me something but after the freeze is when we found out that uh where my you know my girl was pregnant that she was oh, having yeah, a baby congrats. so i was like thank you so i kind of took it as like whoa like save your money you know you're gonna have this mm-hmm. blessing but of course i didn't know that so that's one one way of thinking about it so yes. with this loss came like a greater you know thing right. you know a greater energy and like you know it's it's insane i'm still like not well, at least you know grasping the idea that i'm gonna be a dad but it's just like you know, it's it's insane that's so beautiful marco i'm so happy for you man (laughs) thanks man and and, you know when these types of things do happen in our lives if we go looking for it you can find you know you can find a lesson and a and a a, maybe there is a reason i do believe that some things are fate you know and other things are are accidents but you know i mean that's so cool that you were able to to find that in there and yeah like 
it makes total sense the way you just explained it. Uh, do you know? Because are, things, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go for it. I, was, I was gonna say because things don't really like aren't coincidences. People, things don't just happen because they have to happen. Like they're they're uh, they have to happen like that because whether we like it or not, because it shifts it shifts our direction in life to where we have to be. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we have to go through these hard things to go certain ways to make us stronger to make us see different views in life like see it a different way and like most people nowadays just want to be like mad about things like they don't want to see the good or why it would be happening right. to them so everyone's just like ah like you know like oh this messed up like i don't know why it's happening to me anymore. maybe it's we did something wrong like maybe there's a less there's always a less than something and so whether it was good or bad if it just happens to you because it has to happen to you because to, you know you need to get to where you got to go yeah, that's something I learned recently in this healing journey I'm on now is to be grateful for all of it, you know, dark, good, bad, whatever it is, my mistakes, you know, things yeah. that I did. Embrace it. Happened. It's yeah. part of you. You have, to, you have to embrace it. I mean, it's what makes you your just take it and go. You can't do anything about it. You can't change the past. You can't look for the. You can't look forward for the future because there's only now. You know what I'm saying? That right. This is the only moment we got. We can't do anything about the future you know, so we can't worry about what's going to happen because all you're going to do is let yourself down maybe set expectations or something mm. like just live in the moment like it's easier said than done but i mean there's nothing we can do you know just being being the now a great place to start would be planting i think you know yeah so i know it's you got really some collector cacti over there too do you do you have some? So, what would you say your favorite cactus is? Do you have one? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question, but uh, I mean, I do like all varieties, all like kinds. I just, I don't know. What do you I have do the like, most of? Uh, I have a couple euphorbias, um, a couple lofts, loft varieties. Um, I do like triglycerides, obviously, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really can't just pick one. It's pretty hard because it's like, yeah, I just, I just can't choose. Like, yeah. it's, you look at one and you're like, oh, well, look at this one. I mean, yeah, that's just, I don't know. Yeah. But I have a little bit of everything. Like, I just, yeah. Yeah. I do like Mertillo, though. I do like, uh, I think it might be one of my favorite, maybe like Mertillo cactus or like Crested Elite or something. Like, it's just anything that's blue, like, has that blue hue. Like, right. You know, just, oh man like it just catches my eye and it, it just makes me want it like so bad it's like i don't know <laughs> no yeah i relate yeah. to that man something about the blue hue of cacti that like really draws me in if you if you look at what i have the majority of have my plants have some kind of blue tint to them uh yeah i, I love i love when like a trico gets really blue you know mm -hmm. uh yeah i like mirtillos too i don't have quite very many i think i only have like one but uh, I would like to get some more. I saw a really beautiful crested one today. I know you have like that. What is that rainbow one called? That's crested. It's like rainbow color kind of. It's a Mirtillo, oh, but it's like multicolor. I told you. I was oh like, I yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the is? elite. Yeah, yeah. I have that one there. Uh, it was like orange and blue and like green. I was like, wow, like it was crazy. That's when during the winter. That's I had them inside. I brought like. Uh, most of my lofts I saved because I bought, I literally went out and bought a, a heat mat and a lamp to put them during the winter, put them inside of my room. And 
I have no room in my room, like at all now. Like I have all my artwork in there, all my like everything like that I own is in there. So yeah, like I made a space for this little heat uh heat mat and like uh LED lamp and just put all my rare ones down that like it's all my lobs basically. Everything else plus I just but um yeah, like um I love Mertillo. I had huge Mertillo uh crests that were like eight years old already. Mm. Like huge and like they had like um yeah, they were amazing and they, they just didn't make it I, I saved a couple of cuts but i mean it's not the same you know yeah but i mean yeah you know you I gave mean, you gave me my first love i believe yes you did oh, nice. we traded we traded and that was my uh -huh. first one and now i i only have i have like i don't know four in one pot and then i have like this one that's that like new fry car you got Huh. So what did you get that new fry car right this is yeah super white yeah yeah it looks so good yeah it's beautiful like <laughs> i'm very drawn to those plants um yeah always have been even like as a kid i would i would always research those and, and san pedro's and uh mm -hmm. yeah if i had to choose like if i was only stuck with you know one type of plant it would be those two I, I, if i had stuck with two yeah. types of plants it would be those two for sure and I, i'm trying yeah, for sure want to continue building that collection but it, it's expensive you know, it's an expensive yeah. habit. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. I always said like, uh, yeah, like in those three weeks where I was going back and forth, like buying plants, I spent at least a couple of grand. Like, I don't know, it was it was insane. Where I was like, dude, I could have done something. I could have. Well, it's not like you could fly anywhere, or, like go anywhere at that time. You know, it was like the beginning of COVID or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was insane. And I was like, well, I mean, it could be. I could be spending it on other things that aren't good for me. But I mean. At least I'm doing it on this. You know what I'm saying? I'm building right. what I really, what I've always wanted to do and work with. You know? Yeah. So I didn't see it as a bad thing. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I tell That's myself the same thing. thing. I tell myself the same yeah. thing all the time. But I, I am at a point where I need to chill on my own personal because I sell. It's okay. Like I can justify it as long as I, you know, I think I can actually get rid of it. But uh, you know, I've got a family and I got two kids depending on me and. Um, I can get caught up into bad spending habits and stuff. So I've been trying to be more mindful about that lately. Um, but I, I would like to hear about your artwork. Can you tell me about a little bit about your artwork? Where did that start? You have some amazing paintings. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, where it always started, I've always been into like uh, other worlds, alien worlds, mm. you know, alien, aliens, um, portals, uh, uh, psych. So I just paired them with psychedelics and I would have these visions or like dreams or like trips or ideas during tripping. And like, I would either start them while I'm tripping or like write them down and go from there. But like, yeah, I've always felt like, you know, using your imagination, you can actually travel to like other, other places. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm -hmm. a way of traveling. You know what I'm saying? Whether you see it like that or not, like it's just, um, so I just always start, it started like that, like, uh, but I started because uh, when I was younger, we didn't, we were, you know, we were house to house. We didn't have any cables and that. So all I had was PBS, which is like where Bob Ross would come on. Yeah. So I started just, I would just sit there and watch Bob Ross. I remember just eating my fruit, watching Bob Ross. And, you know, <laughs> that's how I learned how yeah. to do most like landscapes and stuff like that. But uh -huh. I've always been drawn to the desert and what, the desert brings and how beautiful and deadly the desert can be because it's just like the best of both worlds mm. 
but it's like and the things that happen in deserts and the plants you find in deserts, like everything about the desert yeah. is just intriguing. I'm with you. So yeah, I've always just loved desert as well, psychedelics, painting, and then when you know, I've always loved cactus as well. So I mean, it's just everything I love is incorporated in one. Right. So every painting is literally like a place I want to be at, or something I envision, or something that in another world because it doesn't have nothing has to make sense. You know, the paintings don't have to make sense. So this could be, you could have anything in like a certain. So I just you know, anything lives in those worlds. But yeah, like it just I'm trying to get more. In, I'm trying to get back into that more. It's just I've been slacking a lot, and I have a bunch of orders, like a bunch of pots I still got to like do, hmm. and uh, painting stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's been raining like the last couple of days, but lately it's been uh, like the last two days. It's been sunny. Got to get back on that. But uh, yeah, um, it's been pretty fun. Like I, every painting, like uh, I mean, I could do a painting in like a day of, or like in a couple hours if I really want. Mm-hmm. One or two, but I kind of take a couple of days because I don't want to force one idea on one thing, and then I kind of won't like it. Like, it feels forced, you know, like, yeah. So uh, I just like to, yeah, I just, yeah, that makes sense. It has to be at your own pace and it has to feel right and natural. And, and yeah, I could totally understand. That. And that's why maybe some art that is sold on a mass level or created on a mass level can lose some of its like touch, you know what I mean? Yeah some of the expression gets lost in it and it sounds like mm-hmm. you're expressing like your desires and your dreams and like manifesting it onto a canvas with your paint yeah. and your brush and that's yeah. so cool <laughs> yeah I, like i'm not really good at drawing or sketching mm. but like with pencil or pen or mark or whatever but when it comes down to a, a paint and a brush like i can create when with no hesitation you know what I'm like it's i feel like i can paint better than draw better but like i mean of course i sketch her in there but uh yeah it just depends on what i really want to do or what i'm thinking or what i'm feeling the colors come into like play like what colors do i want to use what am i what colors mean to me like uh yeah it's just like it's, it's insane <laughs> so i have to get in that mode you know get my room set everything up around me like make sure i'm not going anywhere i lock the door yeah. turn my phone off you know airplane mode you know just put, or have some music on that's it like because i don't i hate that when i'm painting like i'm always getting calls constantly like mm. so it kind of distracts me so i just come shut off the world and get into that zone you know that's that's beautiful yeah. that's an escape yeah yeah so that's why i've always like uh that's why i always either put portals or like a pyramid or like because in that world like that portal that's in that painting like i'm coming out through there i'm showing you what that world is through that portal or i'm showing you this pyramid because that's me like pyramid symbolizes like the highest level of consciousness you can achieve Mm. in this plane so that's what that's me in that painting like you know three points mind body and soul and that's what i put into my paintings you know Mm. so i always incorporate that i always incorporate sacred medicine which is cactus you know san pedro like uh, peyote like what are what we belong to you know saying mushrooms like all of that like and then stars you know stargate symbols like eyes especially like eyes is what i've seen a lot of eyes in your you basically yeah like you basically live your life through your eyes you know i'm saying so that's and not only your eyes but your third eye so that single eye that you see is always going to be your third eye like your, your pineal gland your third eye like 
what you see your the spiritual world the way you see and what you you know take in like spiritually like you do it through your third eye yeah and i just like to incorporate so little things like that are incorporated in there and that's everything that means to me you know it's but yeah like and i yeah i've been wanting to do bigger paintings as well like as big as me or as tall as me but uh that should be coming out soon i uh, just bought one actually so i'm gonna i'm excited to start that yeah but, you could be like a muralist have you ever stretched your own canvas it's fun oh i've always wanted to it's really fun. Um, i have a couple i have a couple of friends who do that and uh i would like to get into that but uh yeah yeah it's fun yeah, i was into painting when i was younger but i fell out of it a, a big time i i can't i can't tell you the last time i i painted but I always liked graffiti, street art, those kinds of things as well. Um, but I, on the final topic that I'd like to talk to you about is raving. <laughs> I want to oh, talk to yeah. you about dance music and dance culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, where, when did you start? When did dance culture come into your life? Uh, I've always listened to it here and there growing up. Um, but uh, And I went to a couple of shows here, but I didn't take it seriously, like around. But I didn't get back into it until I want to say 2010, 2011. Mm, mm. No, yeah, 2010. Uh, I started getting back into it, and I you know I was like 20, 21, or I was over 21, and like I had never really gone out to the bars downtown or nothing like that. I had uh, two friends finally take me to you know this downtown uh, uh, club, and like there, there was a DJ there. And he was painting, you know, old Tiesto, like old mm, art, like, you know, old old school trance, yeah. Uh, and then trance. it would, you know, it was that time era when everything was just all these new genres just coming out. So yeah, like I just, I was just like, wow, like you know, hardware, all of them. Like I was just like, wow, like I forgot about this, you know what I'm saying? And then finally, like we ended up going to South. I ended up going to South by Southwest with a couple of friends in Austin, and it was one of Skrillex's uh, first shows and I didn't know that that was Skrillex I remember him from the band from his mm. band from first to last but my friends like yeah that came up there I was like what like from that after that it was just like straight uh, like from yeah since this start like I haven't stopped going to shows un until this whole yeah. uh, plan pandemic happened <laughs> but yeah like uh, uh, you got it in a little bit <laughs> squeezing it in a little bit yeah so <laughs> uh yeah so but uh, yeah i just recently went to a festival like two weekends ago in close to dallas and man like the energy the love the that that feel that you get into a festival of like mm. interacting with people from all over the world like that yeah. come to this festival is just like that's what i miss you know what i'm saying the connection the being with people the trading candy uh yes. you know bracelets like dancing to a fucking sun you know so the sun went down and it was just amazing like i just missed the music i missed and my favorite dj was there so it just made it even more fucking like perfect so i was like wow like it was insane it was something that i surely missed but i think uh before the pandemic like uh i think i was doing it so much that again like i felt like it was like a lesson like a like you're wasting all your money on all these festivals mm. and tickets. Like you kind of got to chill, you know what I'm saying? Yes. See what's more important, you know? So yeah, like it, it's, it's insane how that happens. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like, uh, it's, yeah, I've just been raving since then, like nonstop.
the Opry weekend, the Reno. Here there's shows like there was just a club that had shows on Wednesdays, and then we would party Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and we'll go from here to from here to Austin. I was doing like four shows a week. I was just like, I was just basically partying, going to work, partying, going to work, and then yeah, like so. In a way, I see it. I see why it had to stop with me for a little bit, you know, to right. clean, cleanse me and like take me a different direction. Yeah. Show me what I really needed to be you know, work with and stuff like that. Yeah. In excess, uh, it could be unhealthy for sure. I mean, unless, yeah. especially if you're engaging in, in you know, medicines or, yeah. or substances. Uh, yeah. I, I started raving in like 06 and I, I used to spin hip hop. Like I, I grew up. DJing uh, hip hop vinyl, and when I found the rave scene, I was a kid, and I was very drawn to the drum and bass, uh, the drum and yeah. bass with the MCs. That was like the first right. thing that struck me, and yeah. and then and then I I started spinning drum and bass like Jungle, and uh, you know as a kid I was in there spinning raves like underground raves in the LA rave scene and warehouses and stuff, and going out to the desert and, and spinning in the desert for like multiple days on end too. like Friday would turn into Monday and I got carried away, but there was a time before I got carried away. I didn't get carried away until about my twenties, uh, my, my early twenties. Uh, but in the early days, it was all about dancing. It was all about music. It was all about passion, connecting with people. And I, I would consider myself somebody that felt like an outcast, you know, uh, growing up Yeah, for sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, I had some problems with, like, even being bullied, I felt like, and, um, you know, not fitting in, and, and that's kind of where drugs came in. But m- more so, what I found in the in the dance community was unconditional love and acceptance, no matter what walk yeah. of life you were from, you know? So many mm-hmm. different types of people and uh, different identities, whether that be sexual, gender, whatever, you know, people, um, yeah. club kids like candy kids, all, all yeah. of that. And, uh, you know, people that would probably get looked at funny walking down the street, you know, yeah. but just bonding and loving and cuddled up and, you know, it just yeah, the experience, a, man. And dancing. It's a whole I, other world. Man. Yeah. I, I, it's a, it's a subculture. Right. And yeah, yeah that's where I found refuge as a, as a teenager mm-hmm. and into my twenties, I really felt, uh, the the love and connection that I kind of feel similarly in the plant community that that, that community is is very giving in in the same way but it can you know there's definitely a dark side as well however um, yeah when things were when things were going good and I absolutely love that and I'm so passionate about house music and and techno I love minimal techno I love drum and bass I, I like other kinds of bass music as well and um, you know I still DJ from time to time. And, uh, yeah, I'm just so stoked to meet somebody that you like, we have, we're cut from the same cloth and, and we have so many similarities, you know, and I, I really appreciate you, man. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I, it's felt very yeah. natural. Like I don't have to try and, yeah. um, it's flowed really well. Yeah, man. It was totally organic. It just happens. You know, right. Like, that's what happens. You know, we're we're energy we're we're the same we vibe off each other and that's all that matters it just goes from there takes a life on its own <laughs> yeah man I, I i find the conversations yeah. that where i'm doing less planning to usually go better you know yeah um For sure but 
this this is we covered every topic that I wanted to cover and, <laughs> and like you said organically um you know I hope we can do this again I feel like we have a lot to talk about man oh yeah there's always so many other things we can talk about <laughs> right or we can even go deeper into some of these other topics and also Marco we not only did we cover every topic I wanted to talk about today but we also covered every topic that I wanted this podcast to be every yeah. single one of them man so thank you so much for participating yeah, in this man. project of mine and um you know I'm very grateful for you thank you and I'm glad I could uh, help out I guess I'm ready to do it again <laughs> yeah well we yeah. broke the ice nice yeah and thank you for the plants that you've provided me as well and the, the shirt and um, the stickers. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. all of that. Your stickers are on my water bottle. I have a water bottle somewhere, nice. an REI water bottle, and it, you got your stickers on there. Yeah. I have your pin on my members-only jacket. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to make more of all of those things. It's just I need to make more designs. and Yeah. And tell it's me, fun. how but do I wanna... you sell that? You sell that just via like word of mouth and Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I give yeah usually just on instagram i don't really go anywhere else you know i don't really uh want to uh be in anything else i mean yeah. i'm pretty sure there's other things out there but i would like to start like my, uh, at least like a netsy or like my own website or something my friend's working on one for like our, our artwork and like his shirts he makes my shirts and like uh he makes his own prints and all this other stuff so we're trying to get that going soon but uh yeah i mean it's coming soon yeah. but uh and you sell plants too, here and there too, as well, right? Yeah, here and there. Right now, I'm kind of just—it's uh, all personal, I guess. Since I lost everything, I'm trying to just sure. rebuild everything. But I mean, Trigo Series for sure, like, are gonna be enough of soon. Um, those are going well, stretching, growing new growth all every day. Right? Isn't that what's so cool about Trigo Series? They fucking grow mm-hmm. so fast, man. So I have fast so many new like pups. Yeah. yeah, it's like everything that I everything's just busting open and it's like it's just like just looking at it i just start giggling i'm like dad like yeah. there's another one like oh no, no, no just like it makes me so happy just going out there and just like seeing like something you know like busting open i'm like oh yeah like, it's so weird it's like freaking its way out yeah fucking... it's literally like yeah it's literally just pushing pulling it so hard like well, i'm like yeah. where did you come from in there <laughs> like, how, yeah how did you get here yeah I have a couple. Well, I'm pretty sure they're rats, but they took a, a couple bites out of like uh, oh. some of my trichos, and I'm like, well, good luck. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it's going to be them, tripping. But, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know how. It's, but they've been eat, eating at my the flowers. Everything that I, like I have so many astrophytes, so many things that are flowering, but they don't get to flower because they 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 eat all the flowers. Like they eat mm. everything. They even bite into like bite into them. It sucks. And I know you're not open to killing them. No, so I'm trying to catch them and, like, take them down to, like, the – there's a trail, like, a river trail down the street from my house and just let them go. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're just hungry. They're just, you know, they're yeah. trying to live, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate that about yeah. you, man. And it's crazy because I feel like I've gotten to know you even before this, uh, you know? Yeah. I don't I was... remember how we how we started, like – I'm not sure. I'm not really talking. sure. I think I – oh, I think I, I asked know. you maybe about your – I asked you about your cuts or something – yeah, there was that. I think I had some cuts, but I, I, I believe originally I bought a cut from you. I have one of your Bolivian torches. and Oh, that's how it started. It's yeah, fucking yeah. gorgeous, dude. I love Ooh, that. I was love a that huge green, piece, too. And it's like just – it's flawless, too. That piece is flawless, man. Yeah. 
Uh, and yeah, it's that got some amazing. new growth. It's really beautiful. I'm super stoked on that piece, man. Yeah, that was a huge. That it. was a thick piece. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait till it gets big, man. Dude, I know. Is it rooted yet? You know? Yeah, it's totally rooted for sure. It's got some yeah. new growth and stuff too. Yeah. Dang, that's tight. Yeah, I think that that's the most concentrated, right? The Bolivian torch. Uh, is like Bolivian, one of, yeah. Yeah. One of those, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really up there in the the alkaloid levels, but uh, yeah, I have a couple of hybrids that are like, like uh, yeah, they're pretty good. The cuts that you I got from you are like growing it crazy. They're already flowering and like yeah. uh, about to bust out soon, and they're pretty blue still they're just they're getting bigger too yeah i think once they're like nice and settled and rooted then they start getting that color back you mm-hmm. know because i have a bunch that are like just not starting to get their color back from last year and yeah man there's something about those cuts they're i, I really love them and the flowers are yeah. beautiful i got some big flowers right now that are gonna open soon i'm hoping to try to cross pollinate but I, yeah. I don't know what i'm doing i'm gonna i'm gonna try yeah for sure well Thank you again, Marco. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. And uh, hit that share, bu- share button. I would really appreciate that. All right. Thank you, guys. 